Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 115 of the Usual Podcast. Podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall. And with me, pretending he's not watching the World Series, is my co-host, Will. What's up, bro? 115. Yeah, but that's it? I thought you were going to say something about the World Series. Uh, it's been 29 years, and that's got 90% of my attention right now. Uh-huh. And, uh, and we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages while Will fist pumps silently, quote unquote, in the air. Uh, but Will, what are you drinking, bro? I am drinking the wonderful Captain Morgan because I got a little Captain in me. So I'm got, <laughs> drinking some uh, Captain uh, and Coke. Yeah, to be fair, I had two shots of Captain. And now I'm drinking uh, Tricera Hops Double IPA. I grabbed it out of the fridge. Next week, we'll be drinking a couple other beverages from the man, the myth, the legend, John Skeen, who's in the chat room. What's up, buddy? 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 Brother? I don't know. Something. Uh, I would like to... Brosif. We're going to go with Brosif. Yeah, but definitely Brosif. I'd like to respond to Two Little Lies' uh, comment that pop culture is better than World Series. <laughs> I would argue that World Series is part of pop culture. Ugh. Sports ball? Really? I'm joking. Yeah, no. Sports is definitely part of pop culture, but geek culture, it is not. Uh, Saber metrics, dude. Did you know... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been talking to some of my students about uh, pop culture and sports. Uh, okay. Why the Knickerbockers are called what they are. Right, because you were um, talking about... Uh, um, homeboy. Yes. Uh, writer. Thank that you. you like. um, Washington Irving. Irving. And uh, also we were talking about um, freaking Edgar Allan Poe. We've been reading some oh, Poe. The Baltimore Ravens. And the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. So, you know, here we are. Pop culture is not all the way geek culture, but sometimes it intersects and intertwines and... I don't know. Spoons. Actually, you know what's funny? I found a... Oh, here we go. Uh, I found a T-Fury uh, shirt that was great for uh, for Poe the other day. <sighs> and it's funny. It's, it looks like a, like a family crest or whatever, mm-hmm. but it shows... Um, but it's the Raven, and it says, don't quote me on that. Nice. <laughs> I actually like that. Uh, are you done? Yeah. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, we're on all the social medias, Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch. If you're watching us right now, thank you for joining us. MySpace. And uh, YouTube. No, no. MySpace? We're not a we're not a grunge band. Friendster? <laughs> uh, I was talking about Friendster earlier today, too, which is weird. ICQ? Okay. Now, it's, nobody knows what you're talking about. AOL Messenger? I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I'm Will Griggs. And we're also on your favorite podcatchers. So find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, give us positive ratings. Five stars would be great. And uh, help us in any way you can, which is good. Uh, we do have the timestamps in the show notes. If you're not a SWOTOR fan, we don't have a ton of SWOTOR this week. We'll be highlighting some community folks and uh, talking about some uh, the some latest drama. stuff. But a little drama. But we'll be jumping into Star Wars. We'll be talking solo this week. And so, uh, no. what else are we talking about? Um, Black Rebels. Panther trailer? Rebels. Rebels? We'll be talking Rebels as well. Because Rebels is back. We're a little bit of Black Panther. We got a little bit of Gambit news this week. I know. It's going to be a good week. It's a good week. And it won't be very long. Nope. I think my kid is crying in the background currently. <laughs> so here we are. All right, man. So uh, thank you, everybody who is in the chat room. We love all of you. Uh, skiing too little. You're all, you're all right. You're all yes, right. Yes, you are. And uh, so, you know. Chime in whenever you can, and we'll throw you into the chat. 
you know, our chat. Word. From the chat to our chat. Is that a thing? Our chat is your hat, chat. <sighs> We're blowing it. All right, Sotor. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all this with you. If you will only know. That is just ridiculous. So, quick um, to the chat. Can you guys hear the the bumpers playing? On my capture software, it's it's ridiculously low, and that's something I gotta fix. I usually fix it in post. I just don't know what's going on. If you guys can't hear it, it's not even worth playing it, to be honest. Do you have a cable? The cable going from the computer to the soundboard? Well, no, because they can hear trailers. Fine. No, they, they. It's just. Oh, they. They said they can hear it. I just. I honestly think you, it might be something in your Windows Media Player. Have you updated yeah, that? Huh. It's hard to say. Anyway, not worried I'll about take that. that. Is a no, considering you never update anything. Well, fuck off. So anyway, uh, they say it's all good, and nobody heard me say the F-bomb, and I'm not editing it out. So here we go. Community shout-outs, dude. Uh, Extra Life, next Saturday, bro. I know. I just realized that, and so I have to talk to somebody at school because I think I was supposed to do SATs that day, so that's not happening. Did you schedule SATs when you're supposed to be a Hollywood Square guy? I did not schedule SATs at all. That would be the college board. (laughs) All right, man. So uh, real quick, I have a link in the show notes to... uh, uh, the UA Guilds, which is actually a, um, you should follow that on Twitter. It's at UA Guilds. Um, and that's all the haps with the Unholy Alliance Guild. And there is a post that I have linked in the show notes that says they've released the Kraken, which I love because yeah. you know, that's a thing we do. Um, but really it's a, it's a schedule for the extra life event and it's a 12 hour deal starting at, um, what is it? 11, 10, 9, 8, uh, 8 a.m.? No. 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. And it is going for 12 hours. And Will and I are doing a, a Swotor Wood Squares at 5 p.m., which is the time they have listed on here, which is, I think, central time. Yeah, um, 3 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, so, I mean, you could uh, theoretically do an SAT probably and then still make it. You just can't miss that because you have a square. Yes. N- you know. Anyway, so we're doing well, – Will and I – We have a square, right? I think we share think, a square. Oh, do we? I don't want to share squares. I'm not a share square. <laughs> so I, th- I think you I think we actually have our own square. I think you're you're saying you're not a square sharer. <sighs> Whatever. The point is, is uh, Swotor Wood Squares is the main event. Um, Mr. Musco himself will be there with a square, with the center square, and uh, we'll be there as well. And we've already got some funny ideas for that, so that's gonna be a lot yeah, of fun. Um, so definitely check it out. Check out the uh, link I put in the show notes. Um, and I will be streaming the entire event, all 12 hours. And so you can use my links, uh, and, uh, or whatever and donate to extra life. Absolutely. It's a great cause. And, uh, you know, the unholy alliance and working mistake guilds do wonderful jobs and, and raising a whole bunch of money. Indeed. And so this is what we're going to be doing and it's going to be amazing. And I love extra life. It's a fun ass 12 hours and it's exhausting. But I actually start the day with mimosas, usually, and donuts. Well, you do that every Saturday. Well, F you. But yeah, <laughs> I, I do because it's Saturday. Saturday. Donut, it's, I, I, like, I like to think of Saturday as donut and mimosa day. There you go. Indeed. And sometimes I go to work at night. I, I, I am not working that night, though. So am I coming over here? Uh, if you don't, I don't know why you're going to do it. Moving on. The kids won't be here. This is all side note stuff. <laughs> okay, so anyway, the kids, kids have a party. Risky. There's all kinds of stuff happening. Um, yeah, come on, 
right? Thanks, game. All right. So anyway, uh, it's going to be great. And so definitely check it out. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the last thing we have here in community stuff, uh, you know, a little known, a, um, is it a vodcast? Is it a, uh, talk show? Yeah. Something like that. It is a pop culture juggernaut is what it is. Wow. I'm talking about the council. A skiff, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the council, which is Redna, um, Magic Ace, Elise, and, uh, one Mr. Sakari. They have an announcement to make for our Swotor community, and I'm going to play that now for us. Mine looks like Satana, though. Mine looks like a Star Wars character. And mine looks like Palpatine. <laughs> hey, guys, what are you talking about? What do our characters look like in Swotor? Obviously. Ooh, speaking of Swotor, the coffers of my empire are overflowing with cartel coin codes that I need to give out to the masses. Yeah, and I have way too many cartel coins. This is my humble brag. Nice. Give them to me. Uh, well, I mean, I probably can't because we're, you know, guildies. So, how about we do a cosmetics contest? I would like people to submit their screenshots to us. We can give them your codes as prizes because I have no codes. And then, you know, we could vote on the winners. We could let the community even in. Okay, but there might be way too many people submitting way too many outfits to vote on. So you guys are my own personal dark council, right? At least that's how I thought this works. So why don't we pick from our favorites and then throw our leftovers to the masses and let them pick from what's left? Sure, almighty emperor, we'll do it your way. But I want us to use my council email address, the one that's magicace at thecouncilswotor.com. That way people can submit the screenshots and then, you know, we can talk about what they're wearing. Submit my October 29th, two days before Halloween. Speaking of which, Redna, what's your character wearing? Wait, um, I'm supposed to put clothes on my character? <laughs> Where do you get those? Please understand that by submitting an image to us, you agree to allow us to publish it with credit attributed to you. Make sure to email your images to us with your Twitch, Twitter, or Facebook names attached so that we can communicate with you without confusion should you win the contest. These guys are crazy. That was a lot of dependent clauses that he put on that last one. Indeed. Um, but the bottom line is uh, they're having a cosmetics contest. Submit uh, your uh, deals to them. By the time you hear this, uh, the pod- the contest may or may not may or may or not be over. But if it is, it is. If it's not, it's not. But if you're tuning in live, do it. Do it. You don't have any tune that are dressed well. It doesn't have to be dressed well. Just um, creative. Accessorized. Accessorized was a good way to put yeah. it. Because uh, honestly, what it comes down to is some people, they will dress their tunes up like uh, certain comic book characters. If you listen to the latest episode of the council, uh, one of the things that Elise was talking about is she was Elise or no, maybe it was magic. I think it was magic case. She was talking about how she has a, like a tune that looks like Psylocke, um, and oh, stuff cool. like that. So, you know, that's what they're talking about. It's not about being dressed well. It's about, um, the design, ex- of your character's- design. It's about intent and, you know, whether it be like, this is my, you know, badass sniper rifle that goes along with this, uh, you know, vehicle because of this. And, and that's, and that's totally fine too. Right. As well as your glowing eyes or your hairdo or whatever, all exactly. the customization type stuff. Exactly. All cosmetic. Yes. All right. Although I would like to say that my favorite costume that I have is on my sniper and it's themed like Cal Poly. Red high you Mustangs. If you. Make one more sports ball reference tonight. I might flip my poop. Well, I'm going to when the Dodgers win. Okay, I hope they win. God, I just if not, who knows what the back end of this podcast is going to go. All right, so weekend right? game, dude. What did you do this week? 
I actually am sorry to say that I uploaded last week's patch, mm. and I went into uh, to mess with a couple things. Uh, so uh, nothing. Um, no, actually, the at the very right after last week's patch. Well, actually, it was after the last patch because we didn't record last week. Um, I actually did do some uh, some heroics. I started running. Th- I started running through uh, the uh, Theronica HK fifty one Theoretica. Is that what it is? I thought there was an N in there. Theoretica. You talking about the HK fifty one? Yeah, yeah, it's Theoretica. Yeah, so I was doing that on my Jedi Knight, which is awesome because my Jedi Knight did have these two big ass like um they're they're like bigger than the Cathar swords. Oh yeah. And since he's the a, big beefy vibro swords? Yeah, and since yeah, it was a dual wielder, yeah. like when he's running, it's like just swords yeah, for days on his too. back. Yeah. But then I just got a really cool uh a really much more powered um saber, so I had to switch to that. Yeah, no, I'm getting updates from Skin in the chat. This is not the World Series cast. Moving on, uh, what I did was uh, walk this week, what's an ops group, and my children are coming in. Come on in, little loves. Hello, Hello. ladies. We're going to take a quick mo here. So we did uh, what's an ops group this week, and it was uh, Eyeless. It was the Rackle event. Oh, cool. So we did uh, hard mode and story mode. We ping-ponged it, and um, it was it was easy, but it's just it's weird doing it. <laughs> the ping-pong method, for people that have never seen it, they're like, wait, what are we doing? Yeah, it looks weird. And basically, it's just me and the tank talking to each other yeah. while everybody else does things. And uh, yeah, it's fun. The ping pong eyeless is one of my favorite things to do as a sniper. Yeah. Because there's a sweet spot right in the middle of the ping pong where I could just hunker down, <laughs> put on entrench, put on my umbrella, and not move the entire fight. Right. And just like rain fire down on everybody. Well, it helps. Uh, hard mode, it gets kind of interesting because the puddles show up. And so we had to kind of uh, reposition a couple times. And yeah, too little. Yeah, it was fun to watch. It's a hoot. Especially once we've had enough to drink. It's like, well, I'm moving this way. Well, what are we doing? And then we're just, we, you know, but we worked out well. Is that the, how, you, how you got the puddle underneath your desk? Indeed. Uh, Sakari was my off tank oh, this nice. week. And so that was fun. It was a lot of fun. I haven't played with Sakari in a long time. Yeah, he's a good guy. I like that guy. He's got luscious hair. Luscious locks. Luscious locks. Well, I have the locks. You do. He's got the flowing, flowing mane. Mane, good, good, good you choice. Like I'm good with words. All right, man. Should we get to the dev tracker stuff? Because we have really, really not moving fast. No, we got some drama. Yeah, let's get to this. So, um, there were some people that were hoping that the double uh, XP before we started recording, before we recorded last week, uh, the double XP thing was going. Um, Sakari streaming now. Oh, thank you, Skin. Yeah. Well, not only is he streaming, but so is uh, Bad, Feeling. Bad Feeling. So I'm happy that we have, I'm not going to say how many of us. A loyal fan are. base. The loyal usuals. The usuals. We're going to call you the usuals. The the, the loyals. Mm. Let's just go with the usuals. Could we? Because I th- feel like you're going to think of something dumb to say and it's going to be, it's going to make it worse. <laughs> Usualists. Oh, I actually kind of like that. Kind of. Eh, not really. Let's move on. All right, so double XP, CXP, Warzone. Um, people were hoping that um, there's a bug with the actual like display of how many hours it's going to last. Really? And it looks like it's going to be forever. <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't. It ended right when they said it was. I think it was like the 17th or some, sometime last week. Um, so that's over. But they are going to re... That is going to come back with the right. uh, the next big update. So that's good. 
Um, there was also some uh, speculation that the um, there was an issue with the CXP legacy buff um, for under 300. And basically, uh, I've got a link in the show notes to that. Uh, they kind of prove that it's not bugged. But if you're having issues, of course, with that kind of stuff, definitely uh, talk to, excuse me, customer service. Yes. For sure. But people are stoked. We're getting Darth, Darth Hexid back. Okay. Well, actually, sorry. You're not you were talking. Well, no, I am. But, oh, no. You were talking about um, talking to customer service. I actually had a, a glitch after the, or I had a, bu- a bug after the last mm-hmm. um, patch um, because I started doing um, uh, IOCAF. Okay. And so I was working with the uh, the uh, the reputation stuff. And no matter how much I put through, it was like registering that I was coming close to the max, whatever. And, I, and then I hit the max for the week. Right. But it didn't show that I had been promoted at all, like my, my levels. Okay. And so I, I messaged uh, customer service, and I didn't hear back for like a week. Oh. And then I you said it a lot faster. Yeah, and then I've got a, a, you know, usually you get the bot reminder or the bot email back. Right. I got a personal email back. from, oh. And you could tell it was handwritten. Well, you know what I mean, hand typed. Yeah. And uh, the the person said, hey, I want to apologize. We're trying to figure this out too. But then the next time I logged in, it had... It was it was up to the third year. And oh, okay. So there was... Uh, but I never got a response email after that saying it's been fixed. It's just weird. Well, it's weird on, custom, on customer service side, but also that's kind of weird that that's the first I've heard of it. Yeah, because that sounds like something that would be a bug for numerous yeah. people. Interesting. Um, well, it's the first I've heard of it. doesn't mean it's not Well, you know, it could be that either, you know? most of the people, the listeners that are in our sphere, mm. have already maxed out IOCath rep or something like that. And so... I've been to IOCath once. <laughs> Seriously, once. I hate you. Maybe. Anyway, you're doing great work, my friend. I am. Anyway, so Darth Hexed is yes, coming back. I'm excited because I, who's he again? She. She. Uh, she was the one we did not get in the DVL event, remember? Right, And yes. she is a reward, and I'm going to talk about this in a second. Um, when the United Forces goes live, which is on, uh, so log in and play between November 8th and the 27th, and you get, uh, all you have to do is log in. And we talked about this the other day, but right. you get the mini mogul NM-1 mini pet, uh, inspired one of the classic operation bosses, Karaga the Unyielding, which right, we talked about. Right, because he's wearing the hat. Exactly. And you also get Darth Hexed the companion. Nice. Uh, that you didn't get, or you may not have gotten in the right. DVL event. Uh, no, we, none of us got it, because that's the side that won. That's right. Right. Um, anyway, so those are some of the uh, rewards. And also double XP is coming back. Double XP, double command XP, and much more through November 14th. Awesome. And that's going to be badass, dude. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that update, honestly. Yeah. And what's really cool is that's right before, um, Veterans Day. Right. So we get a three day weekend. Yeah. We got it. We get that. some time. It'll be good. There's also an issue with a blank conquest page on the website. And that really has to, uh, really all that comes down to is, uh, conquests are in a, what they call peacetime. Until that update we just talked about, they're in a holding pattern. They're not, they, you know, it, it's 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 peacetime. Um, it's time of peace. No active conquest for the next three weeks. Um, and this was posted uh, yesterday, and that means the conquest page will appear blank during that time. Okay. So basically, until the big, big, big update, uh, right. there won't be any conquest. So, uh, all right, and a couple of bugs, just real quick. Um, some people are having some trouble summoning summoning Torian from the companion locator on Odessan, which is weird that is weird it just seems to be kind of random and the bastion had some issues and they had to do a server restart but it's all old news anyway 
Um, there was an update yesterday, uh, Tuesday, October 24th. But this is the hardware. This was the big uh, hardware yeah, fix. Yeah. And Where they're actually moving your, all the servers and all that. Exactly. Um, so the thing that they were doing here, and I'm just going to kind of, uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to buzz through a little bit. They've completed the upgrade of the game servers, along with all their supporting infrastructure and the data centers. They made large investment of new hardware and software uh, as one of our primary goals was to uh, substantially reduce our footprint while improving our overall server capacity. During our evaluation of new services, the important part, we determined we could also combine our North American data centers. That also occurred today, and we have officially moved out of our West Coast location. You see where this is going? Yes. Our testing showed no impact on the gameplay experience, but we expect some of you playing on formerly West Coast servers may see higher ping times. Uh, we'll use the next two weeks, obviously, because they're leading up to the next one, uh, to smooth out any kinks and revolve any performance issues encountered. And um, basically, you're going to see the same servers when you log in. There's just some new stuff running. Um, and it says, as announced previously, the move to the five new servers will be on Wednesday, November 8th. And at that time, the servers will be down for up to 12 hours. Uh, and the important part about this particular post is that if you have major issues because of this last patch, definitely let uh, let customer service know. Right, so they can fix it before the major thing. What do you think the beef is? Uh, long ping times? <laughs> ping times. Yeah, and, and it's really... Um, Even though they warned you about it? Yeah. Well, they didn't tell us ahead of time they were doing that. I think they realized... That that was going to be it better be an opportunity, yeah. and so they did it. Um, and there's been some mixed reports. I don't know. It's a little too early to tell. It just happened. Um, so we'll we'll keep our our eye on it. Um, some people in our community are saying, you know, there's no difference to me because I play on a U.S. server and I'm also in Australia or I'm in Germany or whatever. Right. And it's like so you would have had a long. It, it, it is kind of what it is anyway. You know what I mean? Um. So we'll kind of see how this shakes out. And again, we've only got a couple of weeks till they move to the big servers anyway. So well, I think for it, it also varies like on how close you are to um, internet nodes. Not, not what. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The internet, which is the actual infrastructure mm -hmm. of the cables and everything. Whereas the web is, you know, the overlaying product. Indeed. Um, so like for, you know, like the original internet nodes were UCSB, uh, Stanford, on the West Coast, right? right? So the closer you are to those nodes, so obviously the closer you are to Silicon Valley and all that stuff, the faster ping times you're going to get. Whereas we're out in the middle of nowhere, right? We have long ping times, anyways. Right, exactly. Co so comparatively speaking, yeah. So we're going to keep an eye on it. Um, if you have issues, again, uh, hit up customer service. Uh, that's what they're there for, honestly. Exactly. Um, and I have not logged in since this last update i plan to do so uh later tonight yeah i have not um, either and, and check it out but like i said i live on the west coast i've been playing on an east coast server anyway so i i just really don't think it's gonna be a big no deal. our server is a west coast server mm, yeah is it mm -hmm. i always get that confused i never know what coast i'm on i know what coast i'm on but i don't know what coast i'm on you know what i'm saying yeah what coast am i on buddy the left one so speaking of the left one, um, <laughs> we have uh, some something really cool, and this just came out a couple days ago. Um, their EA is celebrating uh, the legacy of Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Now this well, is it's been ten years now, right? And this is Kotor, and this is saying that. Um, so real quick, 
And this was posted on social media, and then now it's on the Sotor website. It says, Star Wars The Old Republic team is excited to celebrate Microsoft's release of the original Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic coming tomorrow, October 24th, which is yesterday, to uh, uh, Xbox One. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is really cool. I think 10 years was a few years ago, but uh, but, but you're right. So from the gripping, so really what it comes down to is they're kind of trying to celebrate KOTOR within SWOTOR. Yes. Right? So I've already done this, so definitely do this. Uh, you get, uh, I haven't done this because I've already done this. Uh, but if you've never played the game before, you can play Shadow of Revan expansion for free. Obviously the other stuff was already free. Right. But Shadow of Revan, all you have to do is go to your account and put in Revan returns as a code and you get, um, and you get to play, uh, Shadow of Revan for free. Yeah. It's a free $10. Yeah. Exactly. So redeem the code. You can also obviously play from one to one to uh fifty already or one to sixty already. Um you get a swoop bike, obviously, Kotor, Kotor speeder. If you put that in there, you get a Kotor inspired swoop bike. I also thought two little's right, um, that we got this already. I put it in and I redeemed it, but I think I already had it, and I think it's from something else. Well, I don't think, well, a KOTOR themed one, I don't think we've had. The, yeah, I couldn't remember what it was, but I couldn't remember if I, I think I redeemed it though. So, so check it out. Anyway. Um, but yeah, what, man. What so, was the code for that one? Uh, KOTOR speeder. Okay. I'm going to have to do that yeah, one later. So it's cool. Um, so you get that. And so really, uh, this is kind of a neat thing. I think I, I didn't realize, uh, KOTOR was coming to, uh, you know, Xbox one, but that's cool. It is fantastic. I mean, it's great that they're still, uh, you know, uh, Spending develop, de- de- developmental time on marketing and stuff like that for such an old title. Oh, right. Yeah. Some of us did get it. And you're right. Uh, we're locked. That's right. We got it for free back in the day. Right. That was back in the day. Yep. I was wondering because there was a little hiccup. I redeemed it with the code, but I already had it. Thanks, Warlock. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to. Should we move on? Yeah, we're and- moving on to extra innings. Let's go. If you mention the goddamn World Series again, I swear to God. All right, we're going to move on to Star Wars because apparently we're recording a podcast and not watching the World Series. Uh, why don't you change it on? I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. What you started. All right. So this first one I put in. <laughs> this is interesting. Did you see this? I did not. I saw. You, I saw you put the headline in here, and I want to. I want to oh. see where this goes. Okay. So I don't even know what quotes I should pull out of this. I don't know what we want to talk about with this. So here's the thing. Okay. There was, uh, the title of the thing is John Boyega teases Finn and Poe's relationship. And we've talked about this many times that there may be a budding bromance, possibly romance out of Poe and Finn, which more power to him. Don't, I mean. Okay. It's, it's like that whole meme, the, the, the really close. The bro one? No, 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 no. Where they look at each other and yeah. when they're passing and he goes, tell the whole world about us, bro. And he goes, or you t- tell them, tell them I'm your whole world, bro. <laughs> You're my whole world. Yeah. And so something along those lines. So, um, all right. So <laughs> now I'm thinking about the meme. Thank you. 
Uh, all right. So actor John Boyega, who plays Finn in the new Star Wars trilogy, he spoke with Metro about fans wanting to see his character in a relationship with Oscar Isaac's uh, character, Poe Dameron. And he says, I think that Oscar is always looking at me with love in his eyes, which I love. <laughs> and I guess that the fans saw it. And then they realized that either he needs to chill or come out, Boyega said. While Boyega and Isaac both support such a romance, the filmmakers behind the camera lens are ultimately in charge of the decision, obviously. Um, and it doesn't look like Poe and Finn will spend much screen time together in The Last Jedi. Um, and Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy spoke about the possibility in April, uh, which I think we talked about back then, right? I'm sure we did. Admitting that future storylines will be influenced by fans. So after 40 years of adventures, people have a lot of information, a lot of theories about the past these stories can take. And sometimes those theories can come up. Uh, that come up are now new ideas for us to listen to, to read, and to pay attention to. This is Kennedy talking. This is back in April. Um, and it's clear that fans are as much masters of this franchise as we are. So, and the article goes on to talk about the Star Wars franchise is yet to feature an LGBTQ relationship on screen, but Boyega knows the importance of representation goes beyond what's the uh, what's featured in the movies, right? Um, and he says there's definitely... I like this one, actually. There's definitely... <laughs> There definitely is that responsibility, but more the responsibility to hire those from those experiences to share their creative light. That's the pivotal thing. Because if you just hire some sort of people, uh, the same sort of people, you're going to get the same sort of film. It's not wrong, but there's a lack of variety. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know who I want to see, like, just in the back of a cantina scene somewhere? Yeah. Captain Jack. Oh, that'd be great. And I, especially after seeing him in San Diego, how yeah, crazy was romancing that, right? a random alien of uh, yeah. undetermined species or gender? Like maybe they're blue with like eight arms, you know, <laughs> just, or an Athorian. Yeah, oh, Athorian would be great. So uh, I don't know what you think of this. I had to throw this in there as a discussion topic to start the Star Wars section, just because it's something that we've talked about. It's something that obviously the communities are talking about, um, and it's just, it's just, I think it'd be really interesting if by episode nine. They're romantically involved. I think that would just be a hoot. Oh, you I think it'd mean? be awesome. I, uh, you know, I me, mean, I'm, I'm always for more div- diversion. Sure. D- um, diversity. Thank you. Yep. Was, diversion is what our podcast is. Yes, I had diversion. And I had diversion. <laughs> my lips, uh, division in my head. <laughs> but you know, no, I mean? we don't need to be more divisive. We need to be more inclusive, yes. and we also need more diversity. Yes, uh, I'm all for <laughs> diversity in, the words in all over aspects. Here. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, and obviously we, we both have found members that are all over the spectrum and I just love the my fact si- my that my sister got engaged last week. I know. That's awesome, dude. Uh, I'm super stoked about that. So did mine, but to a guy this time, which I think is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. My sister proposed to her girlfriend at Disneyland. Nice. I know. That's so makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yes. anyway, dude, uh, any other thoughts on this? No, I, I'm, I'm all about this. I just, do you, think hope- do you really think they will go this way though? I would like to, and I hope their wedding takes place underneath the forest tree. <laughs> uh, Poe's family tree. See? Yes. See what I'm doing there? I'm killing the words tonight, I think. Anyway, all right. So let's get to the Last Jedi news. Um, I Actually, there was one quote out of this next article I wanted to pull out because I thought this was really cool. Um, Mark Hamill claims filming The Last Jedi reminded him of the first film. And there's a quote in here I just wanted to uh, I wanted to pull out of this because I thought this was kind of kind of really a nice this is Mark kind of moment right yeah it's definitely Mark so he says 
I remember I had this feeling that rushed over me when I was at the top of the island and sculling. Um, because the first thing we did on the original Star Wars before Carrie uh, came over or Harrison came over, I went with Sir Alec Guinness and Anthony Daniels and Kenny R- Baker. I almost said Kenny Rogers and Kenny Baker, oh. the two droids. And we went and we went and we did the desert scenes in Tunisia. Uh, we were out on the salt flats, which is 360 degrees of horizon because it was built over. Nothing grows there, but there was the salt water un- underneath. And in between shots, if I turned away and had the crew to my back, you could look out and this unearthly terrain at the robots by your side and the floating car on the sand near in this outfit. It was very easy to just be transported and really feel like you were in a galaxy far, far away. And obviously he's comparing that to the, the skeleton location. The, yeah, the scaling island. So I thought I just thought that was really uh, kind of a cool thing. It's not really news, but I just think it's no, kind of a but cool I, I, thing. But it it comes across on screen too, because I love uh for as much as I love Force Awakens, I had much more of a, I mean, for, for all the practical stuff in it, it, you could definitely still feel a prequel vibe in it. Right. Like under, you know, an undertone to it, right? But um, with Rogue One and what I've seen from this one so far, it just looks and feels like the originals did. Indeed. Um, and, and I think, I don't know, man, after seeing that last trailer, and we talked about this, uh, for a while, uh, and this is going on. He says, I was just, you know, I got the chills and I never had that feeling again until not Empire. When we went to Norway, it was really cold, but snow is snow. And he says, in Jedi, we went to the Redwood Forest in, in California, etc. And he's basically saying on Octu, he had that, that same feeling in the beginning. Right, so I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. So, uh, I don't know. Being at the top of any kind of mountain formation is pretty awe inspiring, one way or another. Oh, absolutely. Um, all right, what do you got here? Oh, is this me? That's you. Well, <laughs> I think this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. And I'm going to use it as a platform in case for some crazy reason my local theater is listening. Can you put the damn tickets on sale? I know, right? For God's sake. All right, so I want to contribute to the tracking information, man. Yes. All right, here we go. So, uh, obviously, uh, Last Jedi is on track right now to have a second biggest opening next to Force Awakens. Um, and right now the predictions are, uh, 215 million opening weekend and the Force Awakens was 247 million. Yeah. 215 so, would put it just over Jurassic World, which I want to say was 212 or 209, something, something like that. Um, and it says, uh, that Jurassic World is 208, oh, you were close, 208.8 oh. million. Look at you. <laughs> and and the Avengers was 2. 207 uh and Age of Ultron was 191. So those uh that number would also mean Disney would own four of the five highest opening weekends in cinematic cinema history. Yep. Which is pretty and bad. Universal ass, right? gets the one of the love with Jurassic World. Yeah. Sons of clams. <laughs> we're moving on. Uh so the next two we're not going to talk about, I don't think. Yeah, I actually read the the one about the subtitles. Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, so okay, so I have two articles in here that I I like to throw stuff in here and then debate with Will if we're going to talk about them or not. And on this show, I try I try to avoid spoilers. Um, and we were just talking in the chat about that actually. Um, but what's actually important is we want to make sure that people can listen to the show and know that they don't have to talk about uh, class changes with Sotor, and they don't have to deal with us spoiling or rumored. 
uh, information from the films. Okay, I will tell you the subtitle thing is a rumor. Well, no, I mean it's. Hold on, real quick. So the okay. two things are subtitles reveal who Snoke's talking to in the trailer, and the other one is um, there's a reveal intriguing uh, new details about Poe, uh, Kylo Ren, and more. So I'm not going to talk about those because I don't want to deal with the spoilers. Right. But you read the one. I did. So can you skirt around it? Yes. Okay. Basically, uh, let's just say different languages use use gender in different ways. Indeed. In uh, in pronouns, mm-hmm. but that doesn't confirm anything because translators translate the way they translate. Uh, would you say it may or may not be lost in translation? Absolutely. <laughs> See what there. So there's no confirmation. Like here it says subtitles reveal. No, it may reveal, but right. there's no confirmation because it doesn't say that this is a lucasfilm translation or whatever right you just have to take it with a grain of salt and i'd like to see and and you're right skiing it could still be misdirection obviously in the translation so um i like to leave those kind of things for i i have the links in the show notes if you're one of those people and you're listening to the show it's like why don't you talk about it well read it and 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 actually this wasn't an article i read i just happened to watch uh nerdist news every day and it was their topic it was their thing Yeah. yeah Um, all right, let's get to the big Star Wars news of the week, dude. Yeah, so big news. Um, the Han Solo movie, uh, wrapped production. Yes, it did. And it wrapped with a nifty little video from old, uh, one Ron Howard. Yep. And he was like, oh, should we tell him what the title of the movie is? Yeah, okay, you know, I liked everything about the reveal video, except for when they handed him the title card. Yeah. And he looked at it and he's like, like you didn't know what it was earlier. It's like, oh, it's just been revealed to me. I didn't know the name of the movie I've been working on. Of course he did. But that aside, Chewbacca hands it to him, right, yeah. or something like that, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, but the name of the movie is obviously is old news because we're a week behind. But it's Solo, a Star Wars story, which I don't know, man. It just makes a poop load of sense. It does. It's perfect. There's, uh, it's simple. Right. There's two things I like about it, especially in um, retrospect, looking back at all the drama we've had with the title of The Last Jedi. Right. With who's it referring to? Is it multiple or is it plural or singular? Yeah, there's no mis- <laughs> no there's ifs, ands, or buts about who this movie's exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly what Han Solo is. Yeah. I mean. He's self-centered. It's about him. Exactly. And so, Solo. Yes. <laughs> no, I like it's it, dude. It's in his name. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm down with it. And also, we've had those discussions, too, about uh that this movie will say something about maybe why he's named that or something about his name right. we've talked about many times so um yeah i'm 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 down with it it makes i i'm glad it's not something randomly obscure for no reason and you know what i mean like rogue one it could be about i mean unless you know the history about it you have no idea what that movie's about exactly solo okay i know who solo is yes so let's let's do it you know yeah, so. I mean, and also with, like, Force Awakens. Well, who's Force? Who's mm-hmm. Awakened? Da, 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 da. Rogue One, we didn't know it with everything. But this is, like, the you're looking at, like, there's no equivocation about yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, yeah. So, let us know, guys. If you have any other thoughts on the Solo film, uh, Solo name, I have, shoot, it makes more sense than anything else, I think. Absolutely. Unless they call it, like, Kessel Run, a Han Solo story. That but that be- doesn't make any sense either because all of these anthology films are a Star Wars story. Yeah. So, it's, like, it's going to be a thing and then solo story and, and, you know, a Star Wars story. So yes. that's what it's about. Uh, thoughts? Um, no, I completely agree. Cool, man. Uh, <laughs> solo cup. <laughs> nice. So episode nine news. Ryan Johnson admits he's not involved with episode nine. Okay. And I'm going to say one thing right now. 
BS. You don't think so? No. Well, I mean, he might not be writing it. He might not be directing anything. But you know, Abrams is calling him asking about story details and how it can be right. So he can't say, I'm not involved at all. Right. Let's see what he says. So he says something like, uh, he says, J.J. Uh, Abrams is doing a third movie. I'm not involved in it. Uh, they'll be writing their own story, but continuing on with what we did. Exactly. Um, That's my point. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like he he may not be involved in the day to day operation. Yeah. And this article kind of goes on to say he's like, okay, so yeah, it sounds like he wanted to definitively state he's currently has no direct involvement in the story. That's okay. But obviously, the minimal collaboration between him and Abrams isn't out of the question, right? Because how could how could Abrams come in and do nine? Without without consulting the guy who did eight, exactly. Like it doesn't make any sense, especially since it's already in pre-production and you know, <laughs> skin's killing me. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else we got? Oh, so this one I thought was kind of cool. J.J. Uh, Abrams wants to take episode nine elsewhere. Now, the reason I, I hate these articles, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, but there's a quote that I want to pick out of this. Okay, tell me. Okay, so he says. He says, uh, where is it? Okay, so he said, well, it's certainly something that I'm aware of now working on episode nine. Coming back into this world after doing episode seven, he told, this was, he was talking to the BBC. He says, I feel like we need to approach this with the same excitement that we had when we were kids. Loving what these movies were. And at the same time, we have to take them um, places that they haven't gone. And that's sort of our responsibility. Um, and uh, that's, that's, that's the quote I want to take. That's it. Okay. What do you think? Um, I really don't think he says they said that they're going to be brave and there will be big surprises, et cetera, et cetera. But I just, I, I mean, what do you think he means by elsewhere, dude? I'm hoping it's not to an island in the Pacific that moves around. <laughs> well, here's my thing. I loved Lost. But the, I love Lost as the well. One, I want to say the one thing the bad robot does not do well is follow through. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot more, I think, on Abrams' plate than he than than we know right now. Uh, he needs to end a trilogy. Yes. He also end the trilogy he started. Yes. Which, obviously, this is something that some of us have a beef with, uh, Lost fans, etc. Yep. Um, but I don't know, man. I think that he... I don't, I don't want to say this. Not only does he need to end a trilogy, but he needs to do something more than, than we've seen and also open it up for more. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, because they're not going to close off the trilogies. They're not going to, I feel like they're just, they're eventually going to do an episode 10. Yeah. And it, it might not necessarily be, I mean, it might be linked to the Skywalker's name, but it's not going to be about the big three. The okay. original big three, I don't think. Well, I mean, and especially with two of them dead now, one in real life and one in, right. in fiction. Exactly. Uh, expand on that too a little, and we'll we'll add it in. Um, I think it's it just it's going to be they're going to have to introduce something. I don't know. the The thing that keeps sticking in my mind is the fact that Qui Gon was the first Force Ghost, mm-hmm. right? He's the first one that that was able to to do that. Sure. And there's going to have to be something like that. Okay. Right. That. I mean, I hate to, I, I didn't have as much of an issue with them as other people have had. Something like midichlorians, where it, yeah. where it's like, it's something that 
can be brought up but connects to a wider universe. You know what I and and, and the wider universe part I think is um is important. Yeah, I I see what Two Little is saying about uh redemption. Uh I hope it's not I hope it doesn't honestly, personally, I hope it doesn't come down to Excuse me, Kylo Ren being redeemed because no, I don't give a I shit. Think, no, screw, screw redemption. I want a big fall. Yeah, I wanted to get I would darker. Love Ray to yeah. fall completely to the dark. Side I actually wouldn't mind. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I would mind it getting much darker, people falling, and then showing. The thing about Star Wars that's interesting is we only see little snippets of places here and there. We don't see what's what. What I like about the novels. Is that you see a wider universe, right? Um, but why not bring in more? Bring in, uh, make it expanded out past that. So it's not just about okay, this is what's going on. It's it's all about the rebellion and this. It's also like maybe the huts involved. Maybe there's some other shit going on. So, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like Imagine- it has to have a bigger bigger stakes, galaxy wide after episode nine. Okay, imagine this. Maybe it's- something's. Woken up. No, well, imagine imagine by the end of nine, Ray told turns totally dark. And the funny thing is, is I would love it that she's been dark the whole time. Yeah, right. And then she's been like an agent. Which is why they put her on that damn planet. Exactly. But the thing is, I want her to kill Ren, kill Snoke, and to find out that she's had a Force Ghost of Plagueis or of Bane That'd or be badass, dude. or some like she's the reincarnation of Bane would be sick. You know, not necessarily <laughs> that, but like they're. But, but I know what you're But then you find out that Qui Gon wasn't the first Force Ghost. Yeah, and that she's had Bane looking over her shoulder, or that she's been having Exar Kun yeah. over her shoulder. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm I'm in, man. I think I think Disney has an opportunity here to like uh really blow this thing out. Like yes. if they did it right at the end of nine, rather be a close thing. It should be, it should open it wide open to where they can pick and choose Star Wars stories from any thread that they have, yes. they've alluded to in nine. And then they can also follow this thread of, you know, Poe and Finn and whoever else is still alive. Right. You know what I mean? And maybe Luke, if he's still alive, shoot, let's explore that. Let's figure out what it is. Give me a Luke, a Star Wars story, but this is old Luke, right. a Star well, Wars story. Like, you for know? example, for like the next trilogy. Uh, say the big the the new big three are still alive Finn, yeah. poe and, and ray sure imagine that they like the next like 10 11 12 center on one of them exactly each. and they all might appear in it but it centers on yeah each one i'm with you man um i don't know we can we can talk about this all day but i just i just don't want it to be almost the opposite of what too little said was that i i, I like that Sure, there might be some redemption. There sure might be some some of that, but I don't want it to be closed down to where it can end, like it did with Episode Six. Like they actually had to reopen it again, to be honest, in that yeah. for Episode Seven because Six was the end. Well, what I like about what she said is that um, you could definitely have a door slam close mm-hmm. and still have the story continue. Yeah, I and I had to bring it up because they're not great movies, but say the first Saw movie. Yeah, at the very spoilers. I mean, it's a. 13 year old title now but the first saw movie at the very end the guy shuts him in and locks the door or sure, whatever that's it that's it but that's not where the story ended and so you could have something like that yeah yeah i, I i'm with skiing he says you know obviously timelines uh they can go in any direction they want i'm with you uh i don't, I don't know man i just i really want 
part of me just wants Star Wars stories yeah. every year, but I feel like that's going to get a little gimmicky because they're just going to pick whatever the fan favorites are. Like, uh, eventually they're going to do the Boba Fett movie I don't want, and then they're going to do, hopefully they, they're going to do the Obi-Wan Kenobi, Kenobi movie, which is great, which I do want. But then there's the, I don't know, maybe a Job of the Hutt movie that we've talked about that nobody has even asked for. So there's like these, right. these weird aren't, things. These aren't like that, the Tales books, like Tales of the Bounty Hunters, right. Tales of the Moss Eyes of Ginty. You can't do that unless you were to do, like, I think that would be a brilliant show concept. Indeed. Like a 10 episode. Okay, imagine that. Okay, this is. do Finally do the live action Star Wars yes, thing. And then but, you can explore that. Lucasfilm, listen to me. Do like something Gotham. like, not, not even like Gotham. Do it like American Horror Story. Okay. Not Oops. necessarily with the same cast, but say, okay, say one year you're going to do a 10 episode arc of Tales of the Bounty Hunters. All right. And you have 10 different episodes about bounty hunters in the galaxy. Okay. Then the next season it's Tales of the Empire. And you do 10 things about, you have an episode about Tarkin, an episode about. And they're interconnected in some ways. Exactly. And, yeah. And then, you know, then what, it Tales of the Jedi. And you could. Old Jedi, young Jedi. But now I haven't read the I haven't read the uh, the story we were talking about with the forty uh, stories. Oh right, the, the new Star Wars book. Yeah. yeah, the new Star Wars book. But that might be very interesting since that's canon. Yes. Depending on where those go, maybe that's uh, planting the seed for future deals as well. You know, right there. That's a four season TV show. Exactly. So, all right, man. Anything else before we get to TV? Uh, no. All right, let's do Rebels. I have not watched the new season yet because my my wife and kids and I watched that together and we just haven't done it yet. But right. what do you got in here? Uh, there have been four episodes and I, I think it's funny. You added one that you said Rogue, no Rogue One connection. Uh-huh. Or, I mean, not likely to connect to Han Solo. Right. So why don't you talk about that? Well, it, it's not likely to connect to the Han Solo movie, right? Um, right. And I think it's interesting because a lot of people are hoping – that Rebels is eventually going to connect to, you know, Rogue One and, and, and other stuff like that. He says, um, I don't know if there's anything, uh, Ezra Bringer could really add to the saga of Han Solo type character. This is, uh, Filoni talking to Gizmodo. He said, we already have a Lando in our show, uh, but we have to be careful about it. And it's a, it being a variety show. And, uh, we've had a lot of characters come in and out and I always get worried about small galaxy syndrome. So yeah, I don't think I think we're definitely not going to see anything uh, regarding Han Solo. Right, and the main reason being is we're too far along in the timeline. Exactly, yeah. where it would have to be the Harrison Ford Han Solo, right, and not the uh, Ansel. Uh, um, I, know what you're I can't remember his name. Yeah, um, so it's not going to be that, yeah. right? But it's definitely going to be connected to to Rogue One, and we already saw glimpses of that in the last season. Mm. Uh, with Saw Gerrera, with Mon Mothma being exactly. included and stuff like that. Thing is, is we're going to, um, they, the article I put in here is that there are connections already. Um, in an episode that just aired there, you definitely saw where Saw and Mon Mothma are falling out. Right. And that's a big thing that sets up Rogue One. So cool. They, I think it's definitely going to end up where like Rogue One ended up a, at a new hope. I th- honestly think that that this season, which is the final season of Rebels, is going to end up with how the ghost ended up at the battle. At um, I hope so. It makes yeah. sense, you know. Um, so cool. So Rogue One connections is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. Um, this is also a big deal that is happening in the gaming community. That I'm 
I'm indifferent about honestly right now, just because I don't dive into this stuff that much this far out. And so right. really what it comes down to is EA shut down visceral games. And this was the studio that was working on that new, um, Star Wars, uh, game, right. video game. And people are upset. Um, they've, they've given it to someone else. And they're going to take it in a new direction. And a lot of people in my community have really speculated that this is where gaming is going. It's going in a different direction and all this other stuff's happening. So, um, I just have the links in the show notes here. Um, on top of this, Electronic Arts, their stock, uh, took a dive, obviously a little bit, um, following, um, Visceral Games closing and, um, and the Star Wars delay, obviously, with the other stuff going on. So, right. I, I think this is, I think this is interesting, man. I, I was looking forward to this game, but again, I'm not buying Battlefront 2. I didn't buy Battlefront 1. Like, gamers are looking for different things, and I'm with too little. I really was intrigued by this game, but mostly because it was more of a single player kind of uncharted style game. Right. Yeah. Right. But does that mean that this new studio is going to turn into a MOBA or something? Like, you, you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, like, absolutely. what is like the flavor of the moment right now? You know what I mean? What kind of games do people want? Shooters seem to be stagnating. MMOs have been on the decline. Um, right. what, what do people want to play? Is it just something on their phone? Like, are we done sitting down at PCs and are we done sitting down at consoles? I mean, honestly, I think consoles are in my head whether it be numbers wise or not, are struggling a little bit, depending on what kind of games they're putting out. You exactly. know what I mean? And some of these indie games, like, I don't know if you've heard of Cuphead. That one is. Yeah, I keep seeing things about it, but I'm. It's, it's super popular right now. Um, but again, there's some indie games that leak through like that that are super popular. But again, um, Battlefront, sadly, is not my type of game anymore. And I don't know if it's the age of gamers. We were the generation, my friend, that, we're at the beginning and then we walked, walked away from the console or the, uh, shooters. Uh, yeah, you know, well, I, we started with Wolfenstein and Doom. I played Halo to no end until I was, you know, 20. And then I just, well, I guess a little older than that, you know, 24 or whatever. And then I just started walking away from these things yeah, and started you playing them in you, know, you have all these things. Right. Just, it's not. I mean, you get to an age where, I mean, it, it, I don't want to be ageist here, but I mean, you get to a point where it's not all about shooting people in the head. Yeah. But so our generation is looking for more story, which I think that's why we went to SWOTOR, right? And SWOTOR um, gave us, that's exciting, uh, SWOTOR gave us the story plus the community. Absolutely. And I think that's why a lot all, of us it are. It all boils down to story. That's right. why, I mean, like. I never really played Halo. I mean, right. there there was some. Story. There was a great story there. There was some story, but me, like I like the story of Perfect Dark. You know, what yeah. I mean? that's what, <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Too. That's a shooter game that I go back to. Right. Uh, that and Goldeneye. Goldeneye was great. Were too. really the last real shooter games that I played. Right, and I mean, so not to get, not to spin out of this, but what it comes down to is game developers are starting to really look at. What is going to sell these days and what's going to be right in the now, long term? Right now it's all AR and VR. Yeah. And if it's not, so I, I'm hoping they're not putting so many eggs in that basket and it fall just totally yeah. the bottom falls out of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
past that, Battlefront 2, the devs have uh, talked a little bit about their pay-to-win concerns. I know a lot of people in our community are talking about how Battlefront 2 is pay-to-win. And basically, they, that's their defense is, this is why we put on beta. We're just trying to make sure that, you know, <laughs> that we can balance that. And we're looking at feedback is right. really what they said. But honestly, like, if there's loot boxes and all the stuff that we're used to in Swotor, Swotor does a good job of making sure that they're not selling us, you know, we have these things, but you don't have to pay money, real money, right. in order to get upgrades to your gear and stuff. Right. You subscribe I mean? and you got to get it all. Exactly. So, um, what was I going to say? Um, so anyway, let's, let's move on past that. Merchandise. Some pretty funny stuff here. Uh, there's, uh, not funny. This is not funny. This is amazing. And I'm going to put this in our dealie real quick. You, you want to talk about the next one? Or I'll put this one oh, I, I have not heard about this, but evidently Darth Vader has been turned into a Star Wars teapot set. Oh, my God. It's just ridiculous. It's just... Okay, that that Ray figurine was great. And this is why I wanted to take the extra second to do this. Check this out. I'm not going to get the whole thing, but I just want to show... This is from Sideshow. Um, I'm just going to slap this over here. Look at this. So this is a Sideshow collectible... Uh, Ray, look how amazing that is, dude. That That's, is really cool. I mean, just the detail on that. Uh, how cool is that, right? That is really nice. Anyway, I, I had to show that off because I thought that was super important. Anyway, continue. What's next? Um, yeah, so. Oh, Vader yeah, teapot. Let me, let me see this thing. Hey, yeah, hold on. Vader teapot. Sorry, there's going to be an ad playing. Look at that. Look at that bad boy right there. That's really funny. <laughs> but look, it's like his chest piece right there and then his head pours into it. Oh, that looks so cool, dude. That's really funny. I want that. Anyway, I love Star Wars merchandise, so you're welcome, people. Here we go. Last thing. Let's get to some stuff. Let's get to the usual. Usual roundup. It's time. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. All right, as usual, you got the top stories. Yeah, let's get the bad news out of the way. Um, yesterday, Robert Guillaume passed away at the age of 89, I believe. Um, what most people and younger than our generation knows him from is he, he did the voice of Rafiki. Right. In, oh, uh, in man, I love that voice. Lion King. Um, he's wonderful. Uh, I loved him in Sports Night. Um, oh, yeah. Where he played Isaac Jaffe, the, uh, the managing editor. Um, but I grew up watching him in Benson. <laughs> where he played the, uh, the the chief of staff or whatever to uh, to a governor, um, and that was a great show from the eighties. But he was also in Soap in the seventies. He's done so many things and so many great things. And I I really want to. Um, Would you say a big bucket of win? Big bucket. Of win. <laughs> He's phenomenal. It, it, Too little, but he'll be missed. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I highly recommend uh, going back to Sports Night and watching a. An episode called "The Six Gentlemen of Tennessee," okay. Six Southern Gentlemen of Tennessee. All right, and it's about a, and it's very apropos to nowadays. You got to remember this episode was done in 1999, um, and it's about um, six college football players who decide to stop playing for their their college team in Tennessee because they fly the uh, the uh, the rebel flag. Oh, right, outside of the stadium. Got it. And um, so they they they. Uh, they protest very much like Kaepernick does that sort of thing. 
and then Guillaume, who's the managing editor, he comes on camera and gives a soliloquy about uh, race and everything. It's very, very good. So Sweet. check that out. Nice. What else we got? Um, <laughs> um, who's calling out wait Kellogg's like the cereal brand? Yes. Okay. okay. There we you, go. <laughs> okay, this is both trivial and amazingly deep at the same time. Okay. If you look at the cover of um, if you look at the the, the box cover of what's the cereal that Kellogg's does? It's like little puffs. Um, corn pops. Corn pops. Yeah, corn pops. Yeah. Okay, I know my cereal. So it's corn pops, but the thing is, is it looked like it, they did a a, a box cover uh, this this year where it was like a big mess, right? And they're like supposed to be uh, human, or they're supposed to be people. Yeah. And the janitor was the one brown piece. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the guy who is currently writing, I think he's the guy who's currently writing um, Black Bolt. Okay. So he's doing the, the character for Black Bolt right now. Um, he basically called him out on Twitter and said, I don't think you're racist. I just think this is the, the this is the basic debate between ra- outright racism and unacknowledged white privilege. Yeah, exactly. Where you like you did it and you just it didn't dawn on you that that's what <laughs> because you probably didn't do it on purpose, but you didn't see how it would be viewed. Well, and I always try to figure out, and this is something Josh and I talk about all the time when things like this come up in pop culture. It's like so at some point there was a com- there's a group of people sitting around a table, and they're like, "Here's what we're thinking about doing." And you know, three of those people are thinking like, well, should we, should that really be, are we all good with this? And they're looking around and everybody's like, okay. And then for some reason they all go along with it and it gets all the way through. And then, and then the backlash hits, you know what I mean? Right. And well, the thing is, is there really wasn't a backlash. Nobody really said anything. But I'm just talking in general. Right, but, right, right. Yeah. But what I think that, what I think this does and the, the point that the, the, that the writer um, points out is that this is a systemic thing where it's not that, you know, say it's a board of 10 people on the marketing board or whatever got together and said, okay, we're going to be racist today. Yeah. <laughs> but Which is never on their list of the uh, their agenda. Right. But it's mostly the fact that who was in the room. Right. And it's the fact that there's not enough diversity hiring where there's not enough women. There's not enough people. There's not enough people to be, do what I said. Right. Exactly. Should we do this? It it probably is 90% (laughs) white in the room who wouldn't even know the, 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 the thing. You know what I mean? I like that. The one brother in the room is like, wait, wait, we're doing this. Damn it. I better not say anything because I won't lose my job. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's the issue. Yeah, exactly. And so that's, yeah. So that's the thing. And I think that's what, but what's, but for Kellogg's, they said basically said our bad. Yeah, they changed. oops. They didn't. It's just they didn't realize yeah. it. Oh, well, and that's and here we are. <laughs> I love it. I think that's kind of stuff. Um, it's happening more and more. I think. Um, and and I again, it's just one of those things. Like, let's look at it from more than just where we're coming from. Like, how would our demographic perceive this? Like, if we're trying to market to somebody, like, right? How and, are people going to perceive this? And, and that's that, super important. And that. It just goes back to the main point of having more diverse voices in the room. Or have at least a couple people from that demographic or a, uh, what do you call it, a um, focus group, you know, to, yeah, nice, a uh, focus group to deal with that stuff, you know? And every time I say focus group, I always think of uh, um, 
and practice jokers. Yeah. Because <laughs> they do um, the best focus groups. Two little points out there was a big backlash to Dove because of oh. their their whole posit- body positive mm-hmm. uh, movement thing. And yeah, it's just, it's. Yeah, it, it's, it's going to happen more and more until we start getting diversity on those, in, you know, in the process of creating. Exactly. Right? Um, all right, let's get to real reviews, man. TV. Uh, Star Trek Discovery, which I have not started watching yet, has been renewed. Reviews. Has it's been renewed for season two? Yeah, that's it, exciting. Yes. Um. So what? Come on. I you love told me this earlier, and this. I I'm like I'm a little eh. okay. What I love okay as as Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman point out, there were basically like three channels when we were growing up. Indeed. Right. Um, I mean, ABC, NBC, and CBS. Uh, CBS. I mean, I still remember Fox's first year. Mm-hmm. And they they hung all their hopes on um, Tracy Ullman and Married with Children. Oh, Married with Children was okay. That was the thing, amazing. And then you know, within a couple of years, you had uh, Beverly Hills, Nine Hundred Two and Melrose Place, The Simpsons, all that sort of thing, right? Um, and Cops, <laughs> Cops, that helps. Um, yeah. So I mean, I remember when the fourth major network came out, and then of course you had CW and, and UPN and and WB and all those right. came out. Um, but what I love about this day and age is that you have not only AMC and FX and all stuff on higher cable channels, but you've got Hulu and mm-hmm. Amazon and everything. Well, now YouTube Red is getting into it. YouTube Red is the, the subscription service that YouTube does. Right. And they're doing a sequel series to The Karate Kid. <laughs> and the name of the series is Cobra Kai. Of course it is. And it is going to have Ralph Macchio and, and Billy Zabkin in it. I hope so, and I hope no. It's... It is. They actually release pictures. Already. No, no. I know. I just I I said I hope so. I hope, but I meant but was I hope it does well. Me too. So I'm I'm looking. Or I kind of to... don't. <laughs> I'm indifferent. I loved Karate Kid. I did too. So. I just feel like it's. Um, I was a little young when when all that was happening, and yeah, cause I was I... really into video games at that time. Well, I was not. I was nine when the first yeah. one came out, so it was like all. I mean, I still remember having seen it, yeah, and then going home and practicing the crane kick <laughs> against my bed. Oh, we did it too, but I, I mean, I was really young though. Um, I was playing a lot of video games, but moving on. Yeah. Movies, movies. Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, Edris Alba. Uh, he he's talking about the Dark Tower sequel could still happen. Obviously, I have not, uh, sadly, because of uh, timing over the summer, I did not get to see the uh, Dark Tower. But he says, let me find the quote. Uh, I think any TV series that's an offshoot from a film can have more time to explore some themes. I personally prefer to do another Dark Tower film um, because, again, the idea was that they were going to do a film and then do a TV series after. Right, and that's still where they're leaning as far as I know. Right, and he says exploring some more of the gunslinger as a film. And then he says, I don't know how much uh, about where they are in the TV show, but I think there's definitely talks to try to do another one, meaning the film. So, right. Uh, I don't know. Did you see it? Uh, I have not. But yeah. it did just come out on Blu-ray, so I'm okay. going to be seeing it soon. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll report back to you next week because I actually am pretty excited about watching that movie. Cool. Um, and we'll talk about that. Um, oh, God. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know if you want to talk about this, but please, please talk about this. Um, yeah, so it's been confirmed. I mean, there they we knew for a while. Is he that, really going to write Cre- and direct it? Creed two was going to be coming out. Um, and uh, uh, why am I trying to blank on the guy who directed the last one? He's doing Black. He just did Black Panther. Um, it's uh, Coogler. Thank you, Ryan Coogler. Um, he wrote and directed the last one, which is what gave it such it's such a great vibe, right? Um, cause you gotta remember before he did, uh, Creed, he did Fruitvale Station. Mm-hmm. 
um, which was uh, based on the true story of the guy who got um, killed at the, uh, the the train station in San Francisco. Um, but he's, of course, moved on to, to Black Panther, so now Stallone has come back, and he's going to be writing and directing. Right. Not necessarily the worst thing, because, I mean, you got to remember, he did win. Stallone won an Oscar for writing the first Rocky movie, which yeah. is phenomenal. The first Rocky movie is groundbreaking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, of course, it was uh, uh, Alan Alv- Alvinson that, that directed it. He didn't direct it, but he did go and he directed the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Right. Sorry. Stan- he did Saturday Night Fever, which was the first movie with John Travolta. He did the sequel called Staying Alive. Oh, okay. Um, and he wrote that. He also, I believe he directed Rocky Four and Rocky Five. And Rocky Balboa, I think. Um, so, I mean, he's not horrible. No. But he's not Ryan Coogler. No. Because, and this goes back to the thing, it's like. Boy, is he not Ryan Coogler. No, well, but, <laughs> but the thing is, regardless of quality, it goes back to that having the voice in the room. Right. Ryan Coogler had that voice and viewpoint that, that there's no way Stallone can hope to write from. Right. Uh, I, I'm just going to, I actually didn't see Creed. Uh, oh, it's good. I haven't watched it yet. It is good. I wasn't. I wasn't the biggest Rocky fan, honestly. No, you don't have to be to like this. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I, I may go back and watch that film. I, I would like to see Creed. Obviously, uh, I would like to see it actually before I see Black Panther because I want to get a feel for Coogler's style. He has a very good style, and um, I'm and we'll talk about uh Black Panther here in a couple minutes. Yeah, but- the thing that gives me the the greatest pause in this is that Sloan has already announced where he wants the story to go. Mm. And he wants it to be that, because um, you, you got to remember, um, in the first Rocky movies, Apollo Creed, played by Carl Weathers. And yeah. Michael B. Johnson, Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, yep. Uh, who's in Black Panther as well, plays Adonis Creed, his son. His son, right. right? Well, in the, the sequel, uh, Stallone wants Adonis Creed to fight the son of Ivan Drago. Oh, that's right. That's why I heard about because that. Because yeah. Drago killed because, uh, Apollo yeah. Creed. Yeah. I don't know. Which isn't in and of itself a horrible story, especially in this. It's kind of a loose ties, though. Don't you it think? is, but it's also with the whole Russia's evil thing that's been coming up in the news the right. last couple of years. It kind of makes sense. I kind of okay. All right, so I am going. Yeah, I want oh, you no. to read this next article. I mean, not the article. Read the headline. Well, what? Settlers of Catan. So, okay, so Will went to go blow his nose real quick. So here's the deal. Sony apparently is working on Settlers of Catan. This is new to me. He's going to come back. He's going to say some stuff about it. I'm going to say whatever I want. But here's the deal. There's an adaptation for the big screen, apparently a movie. I don't know if any of you play Settlers of Catan. It's a board game that I personally love. I mean, I've played it uh, enough times with the the family and and, and, and with – we have – even we have a Catan Jr. at home, honestly. Um, I played with my kids, so they're gonna turn this into a movie, yeah. Uh, and one thing I, I mean, the thing is, the rights were bought up back in 2015 mm-hmm. um, by somebody else, and Sony's trying to get them from them because they have one of the people behind the Lego movie on board. Oh, interesting, okay. So, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of okay with this, all right. Yeah, I'm down. I'm, I'm interested to see how they go. I mean, so I, the, I it's, really, it's, hope, I it's really, a resource based game, yeah. So, I don't know where the story comes from. I really hope they bring Will Wheaton into the cast somehow. God, I hope so. Um, all right, so casting news. Doctor Who uh, adds three new cast members, and this is the female uh, Doctor Who cast, right? Right. And these are her three companions, apparently. I don't know any of these names. 
Um, but I guess it's Bradley Walsh, um, Mandim Gill, Mandip Gill, and uh, Tosin Cole will star next to Jodie Whittaker in the 11th season. It's probably Mandeep. Man, oh yeah, yeah, Mandeep. Uh, there's a picture of them. They they look one looks old, two look young. I mean, I don't know any of them. Um, Cole has a brief appearance as an X-wing pilot in the Force. Oh, he does. He's in the Force Awakens. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember him? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, cool. Uh, while it's unclear uh, who the official companion for the series is, um, it says there's some speculation, obviously, but uh, let's not get too far into that. But what it really what it comes down to, it's kind of exciting. She's gonna have some uh, uh, some people around her, and I think that's awesome. Awesome, as most doctors do. Let's get to DCEU news. We're in now uh, Universal Usual territory, my friend. What do we got? Uh, you put all the Justice League stuff. I know I put it all this, but I mean, you. Oh well, evidently we have the premiere date. We have the just trying to throw it out there. Justice League, the premiere date has been revealed. It is going to be, which is crazy to me. The premiere is going to be on November thirteenth, and that's four days before the movie opens in theaters on Friday the seventeenth. Right. November. Okay. When we're saying premiere date, it's not the premiere to the. This right. Is the, this is the Hollywood premiere. The red carpet premiere. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And you're right, too little. The board game is really fun. Hopefully the mo- movie is also fun. Um, yeah, premieres usually within a week or two. And so it's just they haven't announced it till yeah. now. So just a few days before. Yeah. Um, and apparently the runtime is going to be shorter than any of the other DC EU movies to date. Yeah, well, BVS was a little bloated. Ugh, bloated. So I one think way this to put is it. fine. Um, what is the runtime? Uh, by comparison, I was trying to find the runtime. I'm guessing. It's oh, probably 121. Gonna be, uh, oh, I was going to. Nope. Too late. Just over two hours. My Boom. guess was actually going to be 128, but. <sighs> well, you would have blew it. 121. F you. Man of Steel was 143. Dawn of Justice was 153. Suicide Squad, um, was 123. And Wonder Woman was 141. Yeah. it's so, a lot of time. Justice League 2 script is already being worked on as well. I should hope so. And makes sense. And Wonder Woman and Justice League, uh, apparently there's going to be some double features, which I think is pretty damn cool, dude, in some theaters. Yeah, well, they're starting to do... They, I mean, this is... I like that they do this. Yeah, I, I like that the, when the last Harry Potter movie came out, they did a, 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 a marathon of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I when uh, Force Awakens came out, there were some theaters, not ours, who did yeah. a, a full marathon of all those. <laughs> it looks like it's going to be uh, through Regal. Uh, cinemas and uh it's gonna start november 16th at um 3 p.m hours before justice league is gonna debut and the double feature is gonna be four hours and 22 minutes wonder woman clocking in at two hours and 21 minutes and then um you know what you call it's gonna be two hours after that right so here we go that's cool dude uh aquaman news aquaman has news awesome i'm excited about it they're wrapped with filming. Good. And Aquaman is going to be, according to Momoa, is going to be an origin story and a big adventure story. Cool. Man of man of uh, on point words. Um, <laughs> but I just think, honestly, I'm I'm more excited about the Aquaman Aquaman movie than I am Justice League. Is that weird? No, um, because just as as you're going to get with any. As we've seen with the Marvel, you don't yeah. get into story with with the the team up movies, mm-hmm. right? You get the spectacle of conflict, which is right. what we're going to get in Justice League. Right. 
you don't delve into the story of any one particular character. Right. And that's what I like about the standalones. Well, and I think it's time to redeem old Aquaman. I think it's time to get him out of his his hole, man. You okay. know? I'm sorry. It just it keeps reminding me of a cutscene that Family Guy did, I want to say like 10 years ago. And it shows uh, um, Aquaman in his old, in the, the green and orange. Right. And he's laying on a couch underwater, <laughs> and a fish brings him a, a scotch. And he's like, you'll give me another one. I'm trying not to get water in it this time. <laughs> Dude. I love that scene, and I also just love um, uh, Smodcast back in the day. Uh, Scott Mosier and Kevin Smith did some really, really, really funny uh, uh, Aquaman bits, and I'll I'll uh, I'll send you the one I'm thinking of, just because it's it's brilliant. Well, it's like it's it's hilarious because you know, kind of like the image that I could totally figure is like, and you know, it totally blows. Pardon the pun. Right. It totally blows it out of the water, the, this pre this uh, misconception. But I just imagine, like, back in the day with the old Aquaman, like, you see villains running up and down the beach <laughs> saying, you can't get us! You can't get us! <laughs> You're in the sea, man. Stay in the sea. Um, yeah, the chat room's having a good time with this, too. Uh, yeah, I actually think, I'm with Skeen. I think Aquaman is one of the more exciting uh, JL characters. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what two Lil's talking about, but, yeah. Um, Momoa, I think, is legit, dude. Yeah, I, I, I like Momoa as well. I, I'm not a huge Bruce Willis fan, but there was a movie that came out this year called uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Venice, uh-huh. and Momoa plays a Mexican drug lord. Oh, really? And he is funny as all get out. <laughs> he is really funny. Man. That's great. All right, man. So let's uh, let's jump over to Deathstroke news. Yeah, lots of Deathstroke news dropped today. Which is weird. Not weird, but like came like, just out, out of here. nowhere. Yeah, um, but they're they're in early discussions uh, to actually do a Deathstroke film, which um, is cool, right? Because the, basically, we'd only been getting word that he was possibly in Justice League, mm-hmm. definitely in the Batman, which is now falling apart. Um, but they're in early talks to do um, to do a Deathstroke film, and Joe Manganiello is still supposedly going to be oh, that's awesome. Deathstroke. And his his Deathstroke um, from Arrow was sick. No, no, different Not guy. Not that guy? No, different guy. Wait, which guy are we talking about? This guy was in Magic Mike. He played... Uh, no, no, but who was the guy in Arrow? I can't remember. I'm thinking of a different... Okay, so that's not the Deathstroke I was thinking no, of. No, Okay, sorry. That was actually the big thing is why weren't they casting him, but they haven't been casting out of... No, they never have. The Arrowverse. Obviously. Exactly. Like Greg Gustin. Moving on. Right, exactly. But uh, I, I'm, I'm on board. I think... It, because I think Deathstroke has a really cool backstory. Yeah. I, I like that character a lot. And actually, I think Deathstroke was one of the reasons I stayed with Arrow yes. um, later in that first season, too. Because um, that character was just so menacing. It was just so captivating. Especially when he's on the island. It's like, once once I got to those scenes, it was, it right. was phenomenal. Right. Well, he's the origin for Marvel's Deadpool. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, man. So, let's um, let's really jump to something different uh we're in netflix land now yes we are and we are going to watch a trailer from stranger things season two um which i believe comes out tomorrow officially wait i thought the dog hold on a second i thought my wife got no it comes out friday is it friday yeah uh the day after tomorrow yeah it comes out friday all right, team. Let's watch this trailer. This is Stranger Things 2. Final trailer. Boom. Let's do it. 
<laughs> right? I think that looks kind of legit. Yeah, it looks good. You, you seem a little nonplussed. Or are you just talking about the game? Uh, well, the Dodgers did just hit a home run, but still 7-6. to six. All right, so uh, what, what's the next thing we're watching? No, here's the thing. No, no, no. Now is our time to talk about the trailer we just watched. What do you think? Okay, well, I'm first of all just going to say I wasn't as a huge fan of the original series as you were. I thought it was good. It wasn't like blow blow you out of the water good for mm-hmm. me. I liked mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Winona Ryder was undervalued in it. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that they would follow up with Barb a little bit more. She's dead. I know that. Okay. Um. Yeah, but no, I'm 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 definitely gonna watch I'm just, it. I'm just messing with it. No, I, I I'm very curious to see where they go with the second season. Yes, and it actually looks very very exciting. I uh, I I I am interested to see the whole thing with Will getting the powers now. Yeah, because he can pretty much do what Eleven was doing. So, well, then you saw Eleven just kind of show up, and I thought that was kind of cool, man. I'm excited about it. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. Uh, so moving on. Uh, one more trailer we're gonna watch is uh Bright. I'm really looking forward to this. And now this is uh this is the first Will Smith thing I've really wanted to see in a while. Yeah. What I like about this is um the fantasy aspect. Yes. And um you had us watch this what um a couple no, months three ago, three or four months, yeah, ago. at least. Um, and, and you know that was kind of cool, but uh I don't know. I'm more excited about this. It's another Netflix show, which is why we're talking about it now. And this is called Bright. Will Smith. Here we go. Hi. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like Will Smith is playing his uh, Men in Black role. Yes, but serious. <laughs> yeah, with the language of Bad Boys. Yeah, uh, it's yeah Bad Boys. It's like a mix of Bad Boys and Men in Black with like a fantasy. It's okay if they lose, bro. Okay, so they lost. So are we letting it go? We're almost done. How you doing, buddy? Let's talk about let's talk about orcs. Tell me what you think about orcs. So I've lost Will. And that's what happens when we record on apparently World Series night. Uh yes, yeah, scheme. No, it I does look it, really good. I'm does, excited about this show. It does look really good. Movie. It's, it's uh, also Is got it a movie. It's a TV series. TV series. Yeah. It's also got Nubia Rapasi in it, and she's really good. Indeed. All right, um, we're almost done. We got a couple of Logan things. Um, there's a spinoff movie for Logan being uh, scripted about X-23. Yes. Which is pretty cool. Uh, Hugh Jackman, in light of this, has said uh, he's obviously not coming back, but he hopes that somebody will they'll recast yeah. Wolverine, which they're going to have to, right? Right. I mean, it just makes sense. And um, this I thought was interesting. I don't know if... This is even a possibility, but Logan could earn Patrick Stewart his first Oscar nomination. Yeah, I honestly, there's a couple things I think have going for it. Okay. Uh, one is the expansion of, uh, of the best uh, picture category. Yeah, is two my love of Patrick Stewart? Is that, is that a thing? What? Is two my love of Patrick Stewart? I, I love him. You're weird. I love Patrick Stewart. I know you do. He's like my favorite person. I know. Okay, continue. Um. And we saw that with the uh, the inclusion of movies like District Nine and mm-hmm. Up and stuff like that getting included in in Indeed. best picture categories. But it also has going for it is the way that um, a noirish type film like uh, Fury Road 
Yeah. Was able to come in a couple of years ago and get um, a nomination for Charlize Theron. So I honestly think it could, and it's a lot easier for it to get nominated in a supporting actor category. And so, uh, plus just the cachet that Patrick Stewart has, I honestly uh, can see it happen. Yeah. I would love to see him nominated, um, at least nominated. Yeah, he was fantastic. Not only with that, but he's a fantastic person and human and actor. Yeah, and it's not unheard of for uh, uh, for the Academy to uh, to honor somebody late in life. For mm-hmm. example, uh, uh, John Wayne yeah. got his Oscar for doing True Grit, which was far from his best movie. Sure. Um, but it was late in his career. So it was, and, how and, they, it was the way they could honor him. And I feel like Patrick Stewart, I mean, if you look at his body of work, oh my God. Like, yeah. He is my by far my favorite Starfleet captain, um, but just one of my favorite actors. He's yeah, just he's, he's just he's he's just really good, and he's just a cool person. Anyway, uh, really, we have a release date for reels this time. Yeah, and this is what's awesome. Uh, we've been getting a lot of uh, after like months and months and months of uh, postponement and stuff. We talked about the last few episodes that Gambit's been getting much more um, momentum behind it, and they finally they've actually released a, a release date, and it looks like it's going to be February fourteenth. It's going to be that perfect uh, Valentine's Day movie oh. uh, for night uh, for two thousand nineteen. Cool, I'm okay, I'm okay with it. That's great. I mean, I'm, I'm happy honestly, it's happening. I love Gambit. Yeah, love honestly, it. I think it's a, it's it's actually a good choice for release week because. Yeah. Um, if anybody, you're going to be able to get girlfriends out to go see Channing Tatum. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, put Homeboy in a movie, people are going to go see it. Uh, exactly. So, Avengers news. We're in Marvel now. Kevin Feige confirms that Captain Marvel will appear in Avengers 4, which makes sense. Yes. Because of the things. But the other story I liked on this, and I have a link in the show notes, is that Captain Marvel will play a big role in MCU's Phase 3 finale. So basically Which ending is Avengers four. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But is it the same story? It's not the same story. Right. Is it kind of the same story? Well, no, Avengers, no. She's going to be in Avengers four. Oh, I, I didn't think and the that's timing. the last movie of phase okay. three. Yeah, yeah. Captain Marvel's the first movie of phase four. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking about that differently, but long and the short of it is Captain Marvel is going to play a role. At the end yes. of this, which I think is important because they're a little behind the uh, eight ball here. Yes. As far as female driven. Exactly. But one movies. big thing that we got uh, this week was that Ben Mendelsohn uh, of Orin Krennic yeah, is I in talks it. to play the uh, the villain in Captain Marvel. God, I hope that happens. I love that guy. He 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 really he did a good job with Krennic, I think. Yes. Really good job. Um, Daredevil. Yeah, so Daredevil 3 is starting to get some news because they're starting to get ramped up into pre-production and all that and it's confirmed that Kingpin is going to be making a return. Yeah, I saw this, man, and he's my favorite. Oh, my God. Uh, D'Onofrio's fantastic. D'Onofrio, as soon as he decapitated Homeboy with the car door, it doesn't matter what he did after that. No. (laughs) And then you see him bench pressing like 800 pounds at some point. Oh, it's so good. Um, Inhumans, uh, sadly, uh, there's a series low in ratings uh, for the latest one, I think. And this, I think, is kind of what we've been talking about since San Diego, right? Yeah, it's just, you know, you know, when it came out, the first couple episodes that there were in IMAX, it was getting some good buzz. But I think it's just been a big off-the-mark sort of thing. I haven't had a chance to watch any of it yet. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to do it over yeah. Thanksgiving break, but um, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. I, and honestly, I haven't. You know, I'm not breaking my neck to watch it because of, I mean, 
coming off of San Diego and everything else that we've been talking Plus, about. I mean, honestly, just, it doesn't help that ABC has banished it to Fridays. Yeah, and that's the thing. Fridays is a uh, that's the death zone. Death zone. Hmm, whatever. Uh, but upside, we finally have a firm date for Punisher. Finally, isn't this exciting? Um, just a few weeks from now, actually, yes. November seventeenth is uh Punisher. So I cannot wait. I will They're, be binging that. They, it's Marvel trying to steal uh, dollars away from DC, and they will do it. Honestly, I think Punisher. Uh, if you watch Daredevil season two and oh. you saw that Punisher, you're ch- you, yeah, you've been chomping at the bit for this uh for this Punisher. So, um, anyway, here we are. All right, man. So we have one more little surprise thing here. And um, actually, should we do the what you call it and then end it with the yeah. trailer? Okay. So we have some convention news. And I'm only bringing this up because there's a lot of our uh, base that is interested in San Diego Comic-Con, which is why we talk about it, too, because we go. But returning registration. is So if you went last year, right. returning registration is going to be uh, Saturday the 28th, which is this Saturday. Um, by the time you hear this, that'll be passed. But the bottom line is, if you even if you were eligible for returning reg and for some reason missed the memo, which you wouldn't have because you would have got an email, um, it's not too late. Sign up for a member ID. Open registration is going to happen before the end of this year. I saw uh, uh, a post about that today. Cool. So make sure that you get your member ID. And if you're even halfway interested in coming to Puck 3 or checking out San Diego Comic Con, uh, Definitely get in on the ground floor right now and and get your member ID in and throw your throw your poop in the lottery. Awesome, you know. Um, and also I would like to say we just got a little bump in our viewership right now. So we did for those of you who are watching Bad Feeling or Sakari. Yeah, we welcome you. Oh, thanks for joining <laughs> us. Since we're second on the priority list or third or fourth, I'm just kidding. Uh, Sakari and Bad Feeling, they're better men than we are. They are better beards. <laughs> Tell me about it. But well, Sakari is not bearded, but he's lusciously locked. Yes. Um, but we are, you're just in time. Yeah. We're going to watch one more trailer. And we normally do this at the beginning of the show, but we've been kind of sprinkling them throughout uh, the last couple weeks because we haven't had as many. And the ones we've had are really epic. And it's nice to have uh, the people in the chat room watching with us. So we're going to watch the latest Black Panther trailer right now. Let's watch it. We're going to talk about it. And then we're going to get the F out. Here we go. <laughs> the revolution will be live. That shit makes me so happy. Dude, the soundtrack is right? constantly surprising me and blowing me away. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's like, it's, ah, uh, it makes me happy. All right. Thoughts, my friend. Uh, I'm so on board. Yeah, no, I'm in like Flynn in a bin. I, I, I love. First of all, I, I loved that character in Avengers. Yes. Right. Well, I mean, Civil not War. Avengers, uh, uh, Civil War. Civil War. Uh, and not only that, like just seeing him in his element, seeing Wakanda, seeing there's a history there. There's all of this. There's so much that mirrors, obviously what was going on at the times when that character was created that's relevant now that makes me so happy that it's happening you know what i'm saying very much how we were talking about luke cage last year exactly 
Um, I'm really excited they're they're involving Martin Freeman more. Mm, yeah, because I love him, He's and awesome. I love how it looks like Michael B. Jordan might be on different sides. Yeah, no, I, I it's I like that there's going to be two suits. I like there's going to be you know I I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't know what I want to say about it. It does, and you're right. It does look like um a techno utopia. I like this. There's there's things hidden there and i like yes. that there's this history we're going to find out and i hope there's more at least going to be two black panther movies because there's going to be the one you're going to have uh obviously he's going to show up in infinity war i'm sure right and then i hope we have another one post that and right. that's going to be cool <clears throat> i would like to steal something from robin Thede, who just started her show the rundown on bet this week and okay. she talked about michael b jordan All right and she goes homeboy can make swoop bangs look good <laughs> <laughs> and on that note <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh we're gonna get out of here uh the one thing i don't like uh, no i so i think the music's fit i don't know the music i think the music um, fits. It, it i think the way they cut the trailers it fits and i think um we'll see how it plays out in the soundtrack in the film right uh i don't know but i think for the trailers it fits because you know with trailers you, you don't know when things are happening anyway exactly so it's what it is all right, guys. So thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on the social medias at Facebook, Google+, Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, find us on Twitter at Darth Pops and I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And your favorite podcatchers, uh, give us five stars, like us, share us, and all that. If you want to support the show, find us at patreon.com slash usualpodcast. Give us a buck or two an episode and you will get uh, exclusive stuff like uh, trailer time, um, which we do sometimes before our, some of our shows. Um, but also we have blooper reels and stuff that uh, I cut out of the show that I will add to our Patreon Dropbox feed. We also have uh, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast, which is a way to support the show as well. If you don't already have an Amazon account, which most people do. But if you don't, you can support the show that way and get an audible audiobook on us yep. which is great free audiobook and we get 15 bones yeah um thank you chat room uh we appreciate everybody who is here and um until next week uh my friend yeah make sure you have fun have fun we'll Peace. see you all next week usually you wait till i say that well you sound like you were done Would well, you like I do it again no all right everybody make sure you have a fun no i'm not doing it i'm gonna keep all of that and i'll put it in the end <laughs> Anyway, thanks, Chad. Peace. Okay. See, now it's just getting weird. <laughs>